more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is five after five. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. If you've just joined us, if you've just woken up, today is the day to get out because it's not going to last for too much longer. It is not looking great. Tops of 22 in Sydney and uh, the the forecast at the moment, quite a, a not too bad. West to northwesterly below 10 knots becoming south to southeasterly in the evening. But there is a change on the way. Not for the good. Not for the good. <laughs> not for, not the, for good. the good. It's even going to get cool up this way. Let's go to Stevie Bowl of the Tenderfield Tiddler. Morning, Steve. Good morning, boys. How are we going? We're good. You're going to get a bit cool up there tomorrow as well? Yeah, yeah look, it, it's uh, that time of year where you're expecting to get cold. Um, and, of course, you know, at that time of year, unfortunately, that the uh, bass and estuary perch uh, are closed off. So from May to the 31st of August, uh, it's uh, you know no, no takey, no fishing for and, and all that sort of thing in the streams, uh, which is fair enough. And... Um, you know, we, we've got to give them a chance to breed and all that sort of good stuff. But, uh, you know, it's, it's frustrating because I do like my bass fishing. But um, that's okay. It's, there's other things to chase and other fish to target, so we, we'll, we'll do that. Um, yeah, there's been, you know, uh, again, uh, other closures in place of the uh, trout streams and things like that. Um, so, and there's so many different rules and regulations with the trout easiest thing to do, everyone, is just jump online to the, the fisheries website and have a look at these uh, closures and get your head around where you're going to be going and what the actual rules are for those individual lakes and, and streams and so forth. Because, uh, you know, there's far too many to rattle off the top of my head. But um, that's all right. It's a good time of year to get out nonetheless because all the snakes have gone to bed now. You're not going to step on any wriggle sticks. The leeches and ticks and so forth have slowed down a bit as well. So, yeah, it's a really nice time of year to get out. It's not too cold. You know, we haven't had any serious frosts yet or anything like that. So it's it's about as good as it's going to get for this time of year. And it's only going to get more and more uh, hard to get moving in the morning and uh, you know, where you feel like your ears are on fire and your nose wants to fall off and won't stop dripping and so forth. It's still worth getting out and that time of year too, though. Yeah. Beats being in bed, you catch more fish out on the water than you do sitting in, in bed or on the couch. And just remember oh, those alpine... problem. Yeah. <laughs> those alpine waters can be very cool, so uh, hypothermia can be an issue. Absolutely. So, yeah, don't, definitely don't want to go swimming in, in any of the streams this uh, time of year, that's for sure. Or the uh, big alpine lakes, definitely yep. not. A question for you. Did the mm-hmm. saddlery get sold or what's happening with the Tenterfield saddlery? I'm not 100% sure, to be honest. I believe it's on the, the market for a big number double it sort of yeah. thing. And I, I sort of looked at it and went, hmm, that's quite a bit excessive. But anyway, uh, yeah, know, yeah. Town does like to live off the bones of Peter Allen, so yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> smile and nod and go. Okay, well, we've got other things here, but anyway. Haven't well, you got a, a, a statue of a horse or something in the middle of town too? No, you're that's Gundawindi. I think you've got old Gundawindi here. Oh yeah, well, there's definitely one in Gundawindi, but yep. uh, yeah, you've got Thunderbolt on his horse down there at, at um, Urala. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't have any statues in town, really. We've got some sculptures and things around on the, in the back streets, but on the main drag, it's not really anything other than the School of Arts. Okay. So, um, yeah, but still, still Tenerfield's a beautiful place, and this time of year, all the leaves are changing, all that sort of good stuff. So, yeah, worth coming up for a visit, definitely. But, uh, cool. I'm single parenting it up at the moment. Christine's uh, down there in beautiful Mudgee with all her school girlfriends, and... Yeah, I saw some photos from last night, and looks like they're having a lovely time sampling all the wares that Mudgee has to offer. <laughs> and, uh, You're talking about honey, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. So no doubt she'll get poured off the train on Monday evening and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and onto the bus, and then I'll, I'll collect her off the bus and uh, get her home Monday night. So, well, yeah, she does like You could always train. prank her and not pick her up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, your game. Well, I don't, I'll just, oh, you're not married, no, are you? I'm not, no, yeah, no, 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 I'm fine. 
they don't have a sense of humour about that. It's just funny, you know, and people say this all the time, the difference between wives and dogs, you know, you lock them both yeah. in your but they say the same thing about us, Steve. Don't worry. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So, yeah, that's about the size of it at the moment, lads. That, okay. um, you know, weather-wise, it's getting cooler, and um, fishing-wise, it's sort of slowing down a bit as well because, you know, the uh, metabolism of the fish goes down with the, the temperature as well. But, you know, there's still, still fish to be caught. Uh, you know, still got your red fin and your carp and things like that that are a viable target. Um, you know, and, and uh, worth getting out of the waterways while you can. So, um, and, you know, some of them are not bad eating. Okay. I must admit, hey. I am a bit of a bear. I do hibernate too. Mm-hmm. Come winter. Yeah, yeah no, look, it's, it is hard, particularly in the mornings, to get motivated. And, like, the last week I've been doing this blogging shenanigans and you know you kick off at six o'clock so you're up at four and you, you know you're getting ready and then you're driving out there and uh, so forth and by the time you get there you know like we get a big fire going each morning and uh, have it going all day and quite often you sort of get off the tractor you run over to the fire warm your hands up and you're cooking your uh, your smoker in the fire poles and so forth. the tractors are made of steel aren't they Tractors are made of steel. Yeah, that's where I'd be having the fireplace. Have you got an air-conditioned cabin or a heated cabin? I, I, oh, yes. It's, it's very <laughs> oh, The amount of money that's tied up in these log machines, like, you know, the, the truck, I, the, you know, I don't even know what it's called, skid, skid loader or something that I'm driving is uh, you know, about 500000 and then the, the harvester itself is, you know, a million bucks, and, mm. you know, the, the head alone on it's, you know, couple of hundred grand, you know, yeah. all, all very interesting, but, you know, it's got this big Swiss Army knife uh, chainsaw blade that comes out and chops the trees down and they grab them and, you know, they sort of sneak in amongst the trees, grab one particular tree, pull it back out and, uh, you know, it's, it's very selective. So, like, you, you come a, a couple of weeks later, you would not even know that we've been there. Been there, yeah. Very interesting stuff. Oh, well, that's good. Okay, Steve, we're going to move. Alrighty. Thanks for that talk today. Bye. Stevie Bowler, back soon. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au. One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au. Hi, I'm Graham Hughes. If you need help managing arthritis, do as I did and try Arborvitae Joint Health. After I finished my football career, old injuries meant my life was full of aches and pains. That was until I discovered Arborvitae Joint Health. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms do persist, consult your healthcare professional. Go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U or phone 1300-879-863. You know, a flat tyre is no problem at all when you carry the amazing Easy Jack in the boot of your car. With the Easy Jack, you can raise and lower the height of your vehicle at the push of a button. Easy Jack comes with its own rattle gun, so you can loosen and tighten those hard-to-budge wheel nuts. Easy Jack simply plugs into your car's 12-volt power source. So go to Easy Jack, that's E-Z-I-J-A-K dot com dot A-U, or phone Rebecca on 0427-290-297. Well, think about it. Two days of food and wine... And entertainment, all yours to enjoy outdoors at Parama Park, Piemont, this coming weekend. You can sample and purchase wines from some of the finest winemakers in some of the best regions like Orange, Mudgee, the Hunter Valley, of course. You can feast on oysters at the Oyster Bar from Sydney Fish Market and delicious hot food from your favourite Sydney food vendors. It's all there. Yes, at the Piemont Food and Wine Festival, it's all there. Kind of sound like a hell of a good celebration to me. And it's free. Admission is quite free. I mean, go for the food, go for the wine, go for the entertainment, but go for the hell of it, I would. And make sure you have a good look around the family-friendly Piermont Food and Wine Festival. For more information, go to piermontfestival.com.au. 
piemontfestival.com.au or you can just show up this coming Saturday and Sunday at Parama Park, Piemont on Parama Road, overlooking Sydney Harbour. If you're looking for value for money on all homewares, then check out the incredible savings at Peters of Kensington. You'll get more bang for your buck on cookware, small electrical, dinnerware and tabletop items, kitchenware, Manchester, luggage and more. All the top brands are at Peters, Scanpan Cookware, Rydell Glassware, Wedgwood Dinnerware, Stanley Rogers Cutlery and Sheridan Towels. Visit their flagship store at 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, open seven days a week, or shop online, petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else? 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river. 16 minutes after five. Just looking at the uh, forecast, Blakey. Um, it's been updated. Yes. Sunday, west, uh, westerly's about 10 knots, increasing 15 to 20 in the morning, below 0.5 the seas. Monday, westerly 15 to 20, turning southwesterly 20 to 30 during the morning. So, I wonder if they're putting back the the bigger swell that we were talking about and the bigger winds for a day, but certainly nothing around the the fifty mark. At uh, this Monday's the fifty. Yeah, not according to the bureau. They've got twenty to thirty. No, Monday for Monday Bay to Port Hacking. This is sea oh. forecast. Oh, okay. We got on the care the land forecast. Sea forecast, westerly 30 to 35, tending southwesterly 35 to 50 during the morning, then decreasing 25 to 40 in the evening. Seas 3 to 5, swell south to southwesterly 1, 5 to 2, 5, increasing to 4 to 7 during the morning. Cool. That's not good. No, that's definitely got a lump or two. And tomorrow's um, going 20 to 30 in the afternoon, all right in the morning. So... No problem. So we're going to Carrots? Well, I believe so. I think he's there. G'day, Carrots. How are you? I'm very good, Mr. Quirky. Mr. Quirky? <laughs> <laughs> There'd be a story to that. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, oh, yeah, you know, Grant, you know. <laughs> <laughs> a, few, a few weeks back. How are you, Alan? I'm good. Karen, Karen you're in the background somewhere. Here, I'm up here, my friend. Good, good to see you uh, disturbing those uh, banana vendors. <laughs> <laughs> I had one for breakfast. Oh, well done, my man. Where are we? Uh, where are we racing where? today, Carrots? Oh, I've got two at uh, the Sunshine Coast, because... They've had to transfer the Gold Coast meeting, the Hollandale Cup meeting, to the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, this is the uh, this is the Gold Coast meeting held at the Sunshine Coast in Caloundra. Yeah, rightly so. Sydney's, Sydney's meetings held at uh, Gosford. Gosford, yeah, oh, Gosford. No, is Okay, well, the Sunshine Coast today up there, they will be racing on a soft five, overcast conditions. What do you like? Like two specials up there, uh, race sixes and race seven. Yeah, the first one is Yellow Brick in race six. Yellow Brick number two. And the other one is Zaki. Well, he picks himself. Yeah, Zaki number one in race seven. He'll be winning that race. And Annabelle Nation's got him absolutely firing at the moment. Well, there's. there's no giga kick, and he's up to his right distance now, 1,800. Yeah. Uh, he should be very... He's, he's our anchor bet, actually, for yeah. the day. No excuses. And uh, at uh, uh, Gosford... Yeah. Also racing on a soft five. <clears throat> in the takeover target. Uh, think about it. The race seven number one. Think about it. Race seven number one at Gosford. And that's all I have this week, my friends. I, I just don't like them unless they're at the metropolitan tracks. No, it's fine. That's fine. Yeah, probably, probably in that race, you could probably take the face for a Quinella at around fourteen dollars. Number twelve. Yep. 
Yeah, my good friend Jimmy Ennis will steer it a good race, so he's valuing around that price. Maybe three hour each way bombers. Okay. Yeah, he's showing fourteen dollars and three dollars fifty on the fixed at the moment. Yeah, well he races he races on speed, so he sort of stays out of trouble, so and he has been racing well too. How much have you had on it, Carrots? It's gone twenty six into fourteen. Not me, mate. I, oh, I think it was you. Of course. I'm, 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 I'm broke, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the, bloke, the, bloke, the bloke that's got all the dough is sitting right next to you. Kieran? <laughs> no, no, the other one. <laughs> me? The South Sydney rabbit, eh, mate? Ah, yeah. oh, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> I won't argue. <laughs> Uh, Bunny's going to win by tonight over Melbourne. Mate, I, it'll be a close game, but I'm, I'm, I always tip the Bunnies. I don't tip against my team. But no. I, think, I think we'll probably win by about seven or eight. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Yes, so will I. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm two, I'm two from two from last night. Hey, what, was, what was the end result in the Broncos? Uh, game? 32 to six, I think it was. <laughs> That's all he's got to say. <laughs> Buddy, thank you very much for your time this morning and happy punting. No problem. All the best, guys. Thanks, John. Go to Bunnies. And as we always say, gamble responsibly. If you've got a, an issue that you'd like to talk about, give the helpline a call. You may win a bit, but you'll lose more. Yeah, that's what they say. It's a 22 after 5. Coming up in a moment, we're going to catch up with Peter Johnson. When our son was in hospital on his 10th birthday and you gave him a call to wish him happy birthday, he's just turned 65. Oh, God. So you and I and my wife have been together for a very long time. I mean, honestly, John, you are one of the most non-biased presenters on Australian radio. You always show both sides of the story and that's why I listen to you. Just want to say thanks for having a space that we can just share our opinions, man. I really appreciate that. Being a, a young fellow myself, I just feel like that voice is going, you know? Just people speaking their minds, man. I just want to say thank you for having a space to do it. Well, that's all right. It's here for you every day, so you don't have to go far, Sam. You can express your point of view here every day of the week if you want to. The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. Oh, another day on the water. There's not much I love more than this. But you need to be prepared for your day out boating. As the skipper, you're ultimately responsible for your vessel and the safety of everyone on board. It's all about the three Ps. Plan your trip, make sure everything's in order with your vessel and safety equipment. Prepare by checking out the weather conditions and predict by being aware of common risks and being prepared for them. I mean, know your limits on the water. And always wear a life jacket to have a great day out. A message from the New South Wales Government. A practical, inexpensive Mother's Day gift idea is Stiff, Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. If you, your mum or someone else you know, suffers from arthritis and other aches and pains, Stiff, Sore and Sorry is the gift that keeps on giving. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To find the location of your nearest Stiff, Sore and Sorry stockist, go to the website loveoilcollection.com.au. Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888. 9670-8888. 
Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Time to catch up with Peter Johnson. Good morning, Peter. How are you? Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Alan. Good morning, Kieran. How are you? We're good now, PJ. What about this report for up there for this week? Well, it just so happens I have been fishing this week. Good. So, <laughs> yeah, no, um, Paul Chambers and um, a friend of his, Richard, and myself, we, we ventured out off uh, Crowdy and we went out. We fished in um, 33 metres of water in a couple of spots. The uh, the, the current was still running um, to the south. That's what we call a south current because it's going south. Um, adverse to the wind, whereas the wind's coming from the north, we call it a northerly, but if the wind, if the current's coming from the north, we call it a southerly current. Okay, so uh, does that chop the water up? Sorry? Does that chop the water up? Well, only on the shallow bombies because it um, was lifting up, but we had a lot of wind as well. And Can you the, feed um, Monty? Yes. <laughs> Monty's up already. Good to see Monty's up and about. Yeah, so um, we started off, um, we had 24.6 degrees of water, which is put on the surface. That's, that's still hot for this time of year, isn't it? Yeah, I know. And then we found uh, another pocket, and we only sort of like three quarters of a kilometre further inland, and it plummeted to 22. Yeah. But um, we both grounds that we fished, we've got trag. We've got some really nice trag, and uh, we've got a couple of snapper off there. And then we moved to another ground. We picked up a couple of pearlies and some more trag and, uh, and another couple of snapper. But um, the problem we had, Al, there was both grounds that we fished had little bronze whalers around three to three and a half foot. <laughs> Good fun, yeah. And, and so, you know, we're hooking them in the corner of the mouth of five O's and seven O's. Um, you know, they've taken live baits, but they've taken the, the big strip baits that we're using for the snapper. Um, even got one on a soft plastic, which was a pain. Um, but, yeah, so there was plenty of them about. Um, but when we uh, went further in, in closer to um, shore, we, we fished a reef that comes up to um, 20 metres below the uh, – sorry, 15 metres below the surface, comes up out of about uh, 30 metres. Um, yeah, we picked up a few nice reds in close, which was surprising because it was uh, getting towards the middle of the day. And that normally goes against the grain, you know, like the longer the day goes on, you fish out deeper and then come in shallower as it's getting dark. But, uh, yeah, no, so we got got fish there and um, there's still big skills of mat tuna around and we deliberately decided to avoid them um, because we've got plenty of bait. But as I said the other week, we, we, we got a box of mullet off uh, one of the commercial guys. Um, we've got plenty of Bonito as well, and we've got a few Mac tuna from before. Um, I ended up getting a nice Bonito the other day, which I, um, I filleted up, and that's going through the smoker this afternoon. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's, it's, it's pretty good. There's still plenty of surface fish around, and that, that doesn't matter. You can launch out a Foster, you can launch out a Crowdy, or you can launch out a Lorette, and then you're going to find uh, Bonito and Mac tuna everywhere. Um, I haven't heard of any mackerel being caught down this way. Um, there's been a few long tail caught, and the kings are starting to show up, as well as a few amberjack. The uh, the beaches are fishing really, really well at the moment. Um, there's plenty of tailor on most of the beaches. Most of the headlands have some uh, good tailor in amongst the whitewash. Um, the go is there has been, um, if you want big tailor, throw garfish, or the other thing you want to try is the ultra gar that comes from Pro Lure. This thing is an amazing, life-like garfish, but it's a lure. And as soon as I saw it, 
it just screamed Taylor. And uh, I'll put some pictures up later. It's uh, it's a Taylor Slayer. And I'm pretty sure those who want to fish some of the shallower ground are going to find it's going to work really, really well on the kingies, you know, along the bombies. I can't wait. But um, the bream are starting to get really thick now. That, like the fish that we're getting have got shoulders on them, so they're, they're in pre-spawn condition. They're getting really, really good. Um, the break walls have got them. Most of the rock shells have got them. Uh, the oyster leases in the river have got plenty of them. Some of the guys um, have been doing all right now. Viva tackle. They've got a, um, a lure, and it looks like a pippy or a clam. It's got a couple of little trebles on it. The guys show me, and they, they just cast it down next to the oyster racks and let it drift down. And the brim are smacking these things, so I've got to get my hands on one of those. And I think if I catch up with Les Proctor, he might be able to tell me where to get one. But, um, yeah, so they're getting some really nice brim up to 1.4 kilos out of the racks. Um, they're losing a lot of fish because they're, they're bulldozing in through the oyster leases. Um, but um, there's still some good flathead to be had in the river. Some guys have been fishing up around Manning Point, doing pretty good. Pelican Bay um, has been fishing all right. The colour's coming back to the river, you know, nice greeny blue water instead of the, the, the tannin mud colour. So that's going all right, and there's been a few more mud crabs sticking around. Um, garfish are around all the ribbon grass beds. Manning Point and Harrington's got them. I know down in um, Saltwater there's been a few garfish schools swimming there on the high tides, and so they're further up there. And down in the lakes at Wallace Lake and uh, uh, all over the weed beds there, up around beyond Big Tony's Island and uh, up the back of the barge boards, there's quite a few garfish getting around there. Um, there's still some widen to be had, and they're taking worms and nippers. Um, haven't heard much on the surface lures, and that's probably because it's fairly windy and choppy out, I guess. So yeah. uh, the boats on the bottom are, are, are taking it. Um, there's been a few whiting come off Crowdy Head Beach, and... Um, if anybody's after beachworms, there's some, some good beachworms there on the Crowdy heading up towards Abbey's and Diamond Headway. Um, and I wouldn't do it this Saturday because they got the, the rattle trap races. This is where they do the old drag racing of the old um, cars. Yeah. On the, on the sand, so that's on that's on this weekend. But um, the mullet fishes, the, the guys have been hauling a few a few more boxes of mullet there at Crowdy, so um, they won't be on the beach uh, Saturday because of the rattle trap classics, but um, they'll be there during the week and Sunday. So you want to you want to be careful uh, you don't get in the way. But they're always happy to help you. You know, like if you want to get on the end of the rope and pull up, they might give you a few mullet for your travels. Okay. I'll tell you how good the fishing was during the week, Al. I was chatting with PJ, and he summed it up by saying that all his neighbours and friends are happy at the moment, which means <laughs> the fridges are full. <laughs> it's good. Hey Pete, do you think this suddenly change on Sunday morning will make much of a difference? Um, it all depends if it comes through or not. You know what they're like at the bomb. They say one thing and another thing happens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think what it might do is it might turn the current back uphill. Yeah. Um, and that might push some of that warmer water back up towards some of the bombies. Like down around Steve Yorry's way there at Skeleton Rocks, there, there might be a few good fish up around there. And it, it certainly turns the fish on here at Mermaids when you get that warm water coming back uphill. So time will tell. Yeah. Um, as, as Grant said, the neighbours are happy and we <laughs> got around and we even had a person coming up and said, I heard you might have a few spare fish. <laughs> Apparently real estate up his way has just gone up in value. I've been trying. Yeah. <laughs> might have to go and buy a licence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> PJ, we need to hit the road, my friend, so to speak. Thank you very much for your time this morning. We'll catch up with you tomorrow morning and continue on. Well, happy, happy Saturday and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, see ya. There he is, PJ, joining us this morning on High Tide. It's 26 minutes away from 6 o'clock. We're about to head off to Salamander Bait and Tackle and find out what's been happening there as well. Duff, Salamander Bait and Tackle, Salamander Way, Salamander Bay, next to the Coles Express Service Station. Hey, Kieran, do you reckon he said that once before? Only occasionally. Only occasionally. Got to get I it reckon right. he repeats it in his sleep. Yeah, Ann says me, what are you talking about? <laughs> that could be a little bit tragic, couldn't it? It would be. By oh, the way, that was a very good report from PJ. Yeah, he did a good. top job. And tomorrow we're going to catch up, catch up with him and chat about rod maintenance. 
how to take care of your rod. So I'm looking forward to learning a little bit about I'm that. I'm buying you on every week from Shimano. <laughs> <laughs> and where would you go to do that? You could head yeah, off to Tony at Salamander Bay. Tony at Salamander. Hey, hey, hey. Tony at Salamander Bait and Tackle. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you going? <laughs> good, good. I tried to be too like clever there, Tony. There, I wouldn't be going to take another rod home. I, I, my wife keeps telling me I've only got two hands, and why do I need thirty-three rods? <laughs> Did you ask her the same about shoes? Ah, uh, no, we don't get in that truck, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Handbags and shoes, but anyhow, <laughs> 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 I just go, shh, be quiet. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Sometimes it's the best thing to do. So what's happening today, guys? Well, it's going to be a nice day today compared to tomorrow, but... Uh... Oh, yeah, look, it's a cracker here this morning. I've got quite a few guys going out early, um, boats and a couple of guys are going down the beach, so... Plenty of fish still about, even though the the weather or the I don't know that the water's cooled down that much, but certainly the ambient temperature is a little bit cooler of a morning. But they tell me they're still getting some nice flat out up around Karua and Blue Island over Lemon Tree Passageway, and also in the bay. I've uh, I've been away for a week. I've been up in sunny Queensland, and that's a different place. So. Sorry to the Queensland listeners, but it's beautiful day and close the next. <laughs> oi, 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 that's not correct. <laughs> There's oh, a blow-up. Yeah, they're a bit oh, slow. They, they had their boxing um, Labor Day holiday um, on Monday. On Monday. Yeah. And everything was closed. Well, it's Queensland. That's what happens up here. Oh, Okay. Well, close for public holiday. Very tropical. Yeah, well, I, I was going to do a bit of work for my sister-in-law, and I thought I'll just whip out the Bunnings and get some stuff out there, and I'll drive there, and it's bloody closed. Bunnings doesn't close here in a public holiday. <laughs> this is Christmas Day or Good Friday. Yeah. That's it, exactly, in half a day for Anzac Day. That's right. You try places like Fiji or whatever. You go to a marine shop, you pop down, it's closed. When will they be back? Later? Yeah, <laughs> Island yeah, time. I know, I know CG time, mate. I've got a clock that's uh, on CG time. Yeah, but anyhow, it's all good. Look, as I said, um, plenty of reports of, uh, as I said, still nice flathead in, in and around the bay in all those places. And um, I believe the brim has turned up. And, yeah, so... And some nice uh, dewy's been taken off the beach down further, about 15k down. I had a report yesterday. A guy came in and told me that him and his mate went down there, and his mate got two, and he got nothing. So, but that's the way. That's why they call it fishing and not catching, isn't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. But it can be cruel. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there and done that, but thanks. Yeah. But, uh, so you got some hot tips this morning, have you? Yes, I haven't put them on the Facebook page just yet, but it's the Sunshine Coast today where they're racing on a soft five, race six, number two, and race seven, number one at Gosford where they're also racing on a soft five. Race, what was it, race? I'll have to double check. I know it was number one. Race Race five, number one? Race seven, seven, number one. Race seven, number one. Think about it. And with number 12 and a Quinella. As a 12 and a Quinn. There you go. Anyhow, Matty's not in today. I'm sure he's at home setting up for the coronation at four o'clock. You know, I won't be watching that. It doesn't interest me in the slightest. It doesn't interest me. Well, I was going to, but I was going to go and watch it, but. I've got to rearrange my sock drawer, so... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm about the same. I can but, watch the grass grow. But, um, yeah. Matt will be on, on in the morning, so I asked him how he went so watching you... the coronation. <laughs> 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 not a G up, not a stir up from Tony. No, no. Do you get a day off? Uh, yeah, occasionally. As I said, I've been away a week, so he was sort of looking very forward to having a day off. <laughs> Awesome stuff. Thanks so much for your time this morning. 
Okay, guys, have fun. See you, Tony. See you, bye. Tony Gosh, from Salamander Bait and Tackle. Salamander Way, Salamander Bay. Mm, it's one four nine eight two zero seven double one. Great group of people in a beautiful part of the world. So I was looking at some um, live cams from there uh, yes. in the uh, through the heads the other day. It looked like a perfect day to travel yeah, in it is there a nice too. Part of the world. It, it's great because from a you know if you're travelling up the coast, there's so many places you can just anchor, which are pretty well sheltered. But if it's going to get ugly, you've got that marina there, which is just plenty of marinas you know well the the first one's the one i usually have been at which is just absolutely awesome yeah the big one yeah Yeah. so close to everything too you just walk you don't need a car you just walk up to the shops yeah get a drink i love it i love it what where's the best place you've been to blakey when you say the best place best marina best marina that's got everything that's a it's reasonably inexpensive but it's got all the facilities and everything close by. Yeah, look, there's some nice ones up in Queensland. Like Del Boris is very nice. Soldiers Point's very nice in Port Stephens. You know, you get up Port Macquarie's nice. Um, when you, you get up into Queensland, um, I think Gladstone is a very nice marina. Townsville, Breakwater Marina, I've spent a lot of time there. It's very yeah. nice. But the services you get to these marinas, they're, they're used to a travelling... Um, public and they service you much better some of the marinas in sydney just know oh, there it is take it or leave it yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a big discussion too about um on social media and i'm not quite across it uh well enough to have an opinion but uh, talking about people that want to haul out their boats and do their own work on yeah. the boats well, you do that the boat works places like that yeah that, they're the saying coast. it's really limited and really expensive so get out of sydney and travel north. oh look you can't do it in sydney there's only one or two where you can do it in sydney yeah and it's such expensive real estate hawkesbury's good uh but boat works in the gold case is the go-to place for most of the yachting yeah. in australia yeah that, and that place is yeah, massive Tony Longhurst place, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely huge and it's got Everything. It's, it, that's like going to a boat show. Well, isn't actually, it? <laughs> actually, the the uh, Go East rally's um, setting up there at the moment because there's 24 of them heading off to Vanuatu and New Caledonia, and that was the trip for this year. But I'm staying home. Does Tony Longhurst stone boat work? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a blast from the past. That's it. Yes. There you go. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to chat with Paul Burt here on High Tide. Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make Finance Easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. 
For a new website at a very affordable price, you should contact List Designs. Specialists in website development, List Designs can create a website for you that is functional, looks great, and at a fraction of what it would cost you elsewhere. And because they work from home, with List Designs, there are no expensive premises, so you don't pay for any fancy overheads. Go to List Designs, that's L-I-S-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot com dot A-U, or phone 0404042492. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia, concussion. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Motor neurone disease, stroke, epilepsy. Alzheimer's. There can be no cure Dystopia. without research. Parkinson's. Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au or call 1300-88-6660. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide. Good to have the pleasure of your company this morning. We'll be updating all the latest weather in just a few moments' time. But speaking of weather, it's time to catch up with a fine young man, Paul Burt. Good morning. How are you, sir? Mate, I am all right, thank you. You know, I'm doing okay for half of a Donald, Sir Donald Drabin's century. Uh, I'm <laughs> feeling like a young whippersnapper. But, mate, what a day to be above ground because today for South East Queenslanders, we have a high-pressure system settling above us. And as a yachty, you would know that is not cool because it brings no wind. Uh, and we have no wind today because of that system. So light to variable winds, the conditions are looking great. Seas are about three quarters of a metre. Bar conditions are passable. It's looking really good, mate. Well, it may not be so good for a yachtsman, but it's certainly good for fishers, especially if they want to head out the head. So what should they be looking for and where should they be going? Geez, mate, look, May May is a bit of a transitional period. I've always known in, in my in my life of fishing up here, there are two months that can be very hit and miss. You've got to be Johnny on the spot. Otherwise, you're going to do bad. And, and those two months are May and November. Now, the reason for that is May is that our warmer water species have moved on. There's still the odd one here and there. And the colder water species haven't really shown up but there's still the odd one here and there. And November is the opposite. The warmer water fish haven't turned up yet and the colder water fish have buggered off. So they're the two transitional months. So at the moment, I was talking to a mate of mine yesterday, Matty Knott, uh, getting some kingfish and a general mixed bag of pearl perch and a few squire. Uh, and Gav from Sea Probe Charters, you know, some uh, snapper out on the 42 and 50 fathom reefs. The both boys are fishing the 50 fathoms over the past, uh, yeah, yesterday. Uh, and, and those conditions were were okay. They were moderate. Friday was a moderate day. Uh, and obviously, you know, today is looking remarkable. So you, mate, you, you could go out there and do well. There's a lot of strock tuna on the 36 fathom line from the sunny coast to the Gold Coast. They're not really breaking the surface, the old stripey. They're more just under the water. So a small skirt or a jet head or even a slug, then they'll find it. Like, you know, just try that 36-7 line and they'll find it. Um, mate, there's a few dolphin fish on the fads. The government up here have put in these artificial fads that float around and they're anchored to the bottom. But, you know, they're, they're holding some dolphin fish, or the mahi-mahi, dorado, what do you got to call them? And, uh, mate, they're about. So, again, you might go out there and do okay. You might go out there and do not okay. And, and, and might is the is the word of choice I've got to use here because of that reason. Like, we are in that transitional month. Speaking of that, and, and continuing on from what we were talking about last week, right, you you, su- you suggest if the if you go to a place and the fish aren't biting, move. How long should you wait? <laughs> Good question. Mate, the, uh, well, for example, if I'm fishing for whiting, when I used to fish tournament whiting up here in the Narang River, around the council chambers in particular, I'd get five or six or maybe seven good quality summer whiting uh, or yellowfin whiting, and then I'd move. I'd move only 10 metres, but I'd move. Uh, And then I'd catch another five or six or seven whiting, and then I'd move. And eventually, at the end of the night, you'd have 50 or 60 fish. But you'd have to keep moving to find the school. 
Now, a lot of that also comes from when I'm snorkeling. I love snorkeling. I love scuba diving. I love spearfishing. I, I love all that stuff. And I learn a lot by doing that is that when I'm under the water, I'm looking for the edge of rock walls. I'm looking for, for structure of where the fish sit and working out where they sit around structure. Why do they sit there? Are they sitting there because of the ebb current or the incoming incoming current? Or are they waiting for certain schools of fish? Whiting tend to move, hence the reason why I, I move when I catch a, a couple, then I'll move a little bit because that school, there could be 100 fish in the school or, or 200 fish in the school. Mate, they, they move only a freckle. They don't go too far because they're on that bank searching for food, okay? But if you're fishing, to answer your question in general, if you're fishing for, say, brim or, wide, uh, brim or flatted or something like that, you know, if you haven't got too much in the first say 20 minutes they definitely get up and move you know i get bored after that i need to i need to find fish a lot quicker than 20 minutes for catching nothing otherwise you know it, it um, becomes a bit of a slow slow time um you might find fish on your sounder on your on your electronics and um and and uh, you know go back to new guinea days i used to fish up there as a younger fella I just got there with a, a, an old friend of ours paul ning is a chinese guy at trade stores up there so we could get into areas that you just don't get to um, and, and you'd be fishing in an area where mate, these locals have never seen a watch. You know, you're in the middle of nowhere. And mate, the fish would not bite. You knew they were there, but they wouldn't bite till maybe 11 past one in the afternoon. And that could have been when the moon was rising or setting. And to me, I, I worked out that if, if the fish aren't going to bite due to some sort of natural phenomena, then there is no way on this planet you're going to make them bite when you're fishing in an, in an estuary or an impoundment or a river or a creek or a canal or offshore grounds in built-up metropolitan areas. So, you know, that sort of that sort of brought us back down to, I guess, you know, it brought us back to our, down to ground. It brought us back to our, our ground feet of going, right, you can't make the fish bite, but you can go and search for them and you might get that one that does be, you know, wants to be a bit hungry. Yeah, good way to look at it. So just wait if any longer than 20 minutes. If nothing's happening, you probably should, unless, you know, as, as you say, there's some sort of planetary thing going on or a tide movement that they're not happy about, uh, then you should be moving to another location. Alternatively, yeah. Alternatively, you might want to – you could get – the amount of people that fish in a lot of locations around the place, you may have to get there an hour and a, or two hours earlier to, to get your spot. You know, you might have to wait an hour or two hours till that tide slows down, but you've got the prime spot. So, you know, those anglers know what they're doing. Those anglers know that in two hours' time, when that tide slows right down, they're in the optimum spot where the mulloway might bite. So that, at that stage, you're not going to go there and wait 20 minutes and then move because the current's ripping in still. You have to wait a bit. So, you know, it's horses for courses. But generally speaking, if you're... Haven't got a bite in 20 minutes in a normal area and you're just going to wet a line, then, yeah, I'll be pulling anchor and trying somewhere else. And for, for more, more fishing tips, take a look at um, Step Outside on, on YouTube. How is it going, To How many subs have you got now? Oh, do, you, do you know that sort of stuff or is that all Elisa's department? Oh, look, that's Elisa's department. I, I have zero clue. I am uh, – <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I would seriously have no friends and I'd probably be going to court because, you know, people – when people get on there and say things in general, like I, 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 I want to get in there and like you know yell back at people, but, <laughs> but I don't. So, <laughs> so Alyssa, Alyssa looks after. She's me, you know, out there. She's she's my she's my voice. She's awesome. So, uh, and you know, uh, mate, look, the YouTube stuff's great. It's all about tips and tricks and understanding different things, like what we just spoke about. Um, you know, yeah. I I like to to tell people. Hey, look, you know, if you want to go out there and buy some good gear, like, like your Shimano gear, you know, don't go and buy a Stratic straight away. If, you, if you're just getting into fishing, have a look at your Sedona reel combos. They are awesome. Or, or the smaller Sienna's. Like, you know, start off, get introduced to fishing, enjoy it, and then you'll start moving up in quality of gear towards the, the Stratics and stuff like that or the Saragosas. You know, you got – there's a whole myriad of, of lures, rods, reels, lines, tackle, everything out there. And, um, you know, we don't want to complicate it too, too much for those just getting into the beautiful form of fishing.
and the TV show's got an encore performance today as well. Yes, sir, absolutely. 10.30, I think it is today or something, rather. Um, and, and on Monday it goes on. I think it's Monday it gets repeated there, Grant. And um, the new app drops on Sunday, Sunday. at 2.30 uh, tomorrow, 2.30 tomorrow afternoon. And, the um, yeah, but you can jump on the 7 Plus website or uh, or on the Step Outside YouTube channel to find out some awesome cooking and some uh, awesome fishing. Paul, thanks very much for your time this morning. We'll catch up with you tomorrow. Mate, you too, buddy. Take care, Grant, and everyone out there as well. Enjoy your Saturday. Have a great start to the weekend. Paul Burt there on High Tide. We are uh, six minutes away from six o'clock. How long do you stay in one spot? Al, before you decide, no, they're not yeah, biting I won't, on I won't on. last 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kizza? Uh, no, five, ten minutes. If I haven't got something happening in ten minutes, I move. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. That is interesting. But most times when we go fishing, Al, if we're on the reef, <laughs> if you haven't got something within five or ten minutes, you just move a little bit. That's right. Look, normally if you get the right spot, you're going to get something as soon as, you, as, soon as it hits the bottom. Or very close to it, so there's no problem. If you've got a good, got a good uh, charter boat operator, he will look dived over and gone down there. <laughs> well, the sound is going to tell you normally if there's something there anyway. So. Oh, we just we'll just give Blakey a, a snorkel and, and everything, just push him overboard and just say, right. you come back when it's ready. At least you give me a snorkel this time. <laughs> <laughs> it was now, better than a fridge. I've got to mention Yamaha. <laughs> they've got um, a deal on with high interest rates at the moment. If you want to repower from 30 to 130 horsepower, 5.99% um, comparison rate finance. So that's nice. Good. That's very good. Yeah. So in this uh, climate, it is. Yeah, five point nine nine percent. So if you need to update your outboard and you're looking for some finance, uh, give Blake's Marine a call four five double seven double six double nine or blakesmarine.com.au. dot au. Got any Yeah, we've got plenty of stasis in stock. We've got some new ones arrived in this week. We've actually got a couple of stock bar crushers now too. So if you're interested in a in a really good boat, um, come out and see us. We're open today from eight am till four pm. But uh, it's worth the effort. Have a look at the stations. That also chaparrales, rabalos, some stagecrafts. We've got plenty there. Got a few second-hand boats too. They're all on our website, blakesmarine.com.au. Are you open tomorrow? No. <laughs> there you go. That's thank you to COVID for that. That it made a lot of places close over Sunday, basically because you can't get enough staff, and you're yeah. burning your staff out by working seven days a week. And the buying process and the way people are doing it has changed now, so that um, Sundays aren't what they used to be. Have fa- have time at home with the family and watch the double dash in the Hawkshire River. And that's not such a bad thing. We need to uh, take a break and head off to the news at six o'clock. We'll be back with more of High Tide on the other side of this. If uh, you're heading out today, please enjoy your day. It should be a reasonably good one. We're back with more shortly. Talk overnight with Rick Dunlop. Proudest of my father, March. <laughs> he was a, a serviceman? Yes, he was yeah. in World War Two. Yes, yeah. World War Two. I know exactly where I was when Mother came out and said Dad was returning. What was he like when he came back? He never talked about it at all. He was very sick. Yeah. Just before he came to Sydney for treatment. Prior to that, he rarely spoke about it. Rick Dunlop on 2SM.